weeks. I mean, I still, <laughs> I'm in disbelief that we've managed oh, to do this far. many episodes. I know, me too. I mean, I guess our trajectory certainly at this point implies, oh, this feels like a bad thing to even talk about. Like quite Icarus-like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I guess I didn't know what to expect. I was going to say it feels quite different than what I imagined, but maybe... Oh, what did you... How did you imagine? I imagined that it would be exciting at first. I imagined mm-hmm. that tedium would set in. Yeah. Which at various both, points both it has. True. Yeah. I imagined that there would be periods where this was quite enjoyable mm-hmm. and then periods where it was just like pulling teeth. Yeah. That sounds pretty accurate so yeah. far. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like life. Yeah, but I think that's what creative projects are. You know, people chase the excitement of a thing, mm-hmm. but 90% of it is pretty boring. Yeah. You know? That's why they say 90% perspiration, 10% mm, inspiration. That's right. Yeah. That's what? 90% sweating, huh? That also sounds pretty accurate. I'm very sweaty. <laughs> yeah. 10% thinking, 90% doing. That doesn't sound right either, though. I, I mean, not for me. I do much more than 10% thinking in life. No, 10% thinking. 10% inspiration. Inspiration. That means 90% thinking, 90% sweating over something. Oh, and then, what? And then 10% feeling like you've been given this gift from on high. You oh, know? That's, not, that's not how I interpreted that at all. It, I, I thought it was 90% doing. Oh, yeah. Yours makes more sense. Yeah. You know, like you work so hard so that you're in the right headspace to receive this flash of inspiration that you don't know where it came from. Nine tenths of everything you do is just for that one tenth that is worthwhile. Yeah, that's the gold dust that you're like working so hard for. I've come to realize that the best a project will be in some ways is like before you've even started it, like the platonic ideal of a thing when you're very excited about all the possibilities Mm -hmm. and in your head it seems perfect. And then you start working on it. And that's kind of when like you realize the the inevitable gap between what you imagined and what the thing might be because of all the work that goes into it. That also sounds applicable to nearly everything. (laughs) Right. College, Mm -hmm. uh, jobs, Mm -hmm. marriages. Of course. Because human beings don't, we don't have the capacity or we've taught ourselves not to imagine all the bullshit along with mm-hmm. <laughs> all, you know, when we're imagining right. something that we want or something that we're excited about. Yeah. It's all positive. Right. Nearly. Mm-hmm. Which is like why when people start these things, they, they get unsettled or mm-hmm. disappointed because it doesn't match up, but it was never going to match up. It was never going to. I think as you get older, you, you learn to appreciate that, that moment where you're imagining what a thing is going to be like. Well, I think, I think it's valuable to, just imagine worse things. <laughs> I <Yeah>. guess. Because <laughs> then you won't be so disappointed. <laughs> That's true. Jedediah is a man who once was a boy. And he wrote down all his feelings in a diary to enjoy. Now he's reading it again, reading it for you. Maybe you'll recognize yourself too. Jedi Diaries, the Jedi Diaries, that's the name of this podcast. And now the song is through. I have to think, or maybe this is something I just tell myself, even very creative, successful people experience this. Can't wait to hear. When you're a creative type and you're thinking of whether you're writing a story or whatever, like the first thought that occurs to you is the most obvious it's the low-hanging fruit yeah so you should disregard that because that's no matter what there's like this collective consciousness thing you know if you're tapped into the culture in any way everyone it's an idea anyone could come up with basically yeah part of me thinks what differentiates 
like really talented people is to some extent, one of the things is recognizing that obvious stuff and sort of like dealing with it and then pushing it aside and digging deeper, you know? Yeah. My point is it's remarkable to me that we're able to do this because it's so spontaneous that we're having to sort of entertain or engage the first thing that comes into our head. Yeah. This sounds like a damning with faint praise almost. <laughs> I mean, it this kind, is a yeah. podcast with two guys coming up with the most obvious ideas possible every week. I was going to also maybe compliment us because I think we try to dig a little deeper. I don't know how. Well, and I think, I think, yeah, I think if you sit down and mm-hmm. you're like, I'm going to come up with a good idea and you think, and you come up with the idea that's one thing. Right. But if someone is like, Hey, what do you think about this? Yeah surprising you they jump right. out of a bush yeah. and show you something and say give me your thoughts like yeah. you know that is sort of circumventing that's going around this sort of collective unconscious you know mm-hmm. easiest idea i guess i i, I Interesting. hope yeah and it's sort of like rather than your logical conscious brain it's your lizard sort of yeah like reactive that's brain, true brain jumping in that fact that we don't give ourselves a lot of time to think about these mm-hmm. things kind of is why we do we go right past that kind of part, yeah. which is you know the, the whole point that's why only why it's like unique to us i think that's true hello and i would like to switch up okay hello and welcome to the jedi diaries is what i i don't say it every week but i basically say it every week mm-hmm. how can we do it differently that's not just changing the order of the words poof <laughs> i'm trying to dig past the most obvious answer yeah well the thing about that is that you ha- i i think you have to write it down. I think you need to explore the uh-huh. most obvious mm-hmm. idea mm-hmm. because you need to get it out of your system. Yeah. I think just thinking it and then going past it isn't enough. Yeah. I think I, you need to do a purge. I think you're right. So what other way could we introduce this show? It is week 16. <laughs> it's not, that's just changing the order. <laughs> <laughs> we could not, we could dispense we could never, with the introduction altogether. We, yeah, we couldn't say, I mean, people know, People. Nobody is surprised. Yeah, like, oh, I thought this was yeah. all things considered. <laughs> that is one solution mm-hmm. to figuring out a different way of doing something is just simply not doing it at all. Yeah. I don't love that. I almost would rather just keep doing it than just yeah. getting rid of it. Okay. It is one of the few it's a constants. It can be comfortable right. for the listener. It's a signal yeah. that lets you know it's time to you know sort of lay down on the floor yeah (laughs) and listen to a half hour of the jetta diaries (laughs) i mean i think one of my favorite things to do is just lay down on the on the floor really i think so yeah i I mean i like it i love it i don't know it's just like i (laughs) yeah that was a surprising answer surprising response from you because i know it's one of your favorite things (laughs) i love it hello and welcome to week 16 of the Jedi Diaries. I'm your host, Jedediah Baker. I'm Tori Paquette. I still find it, despite being here myself, I find it hard to believe we've we've, we've gotten done this far. We've actually gotten ourselves here. Yeah. I know. Here's, I mean, here's the 16 more. You mentioned a couple minutes ago that you liked lying on the floor. Well, we might not use that, but. Well, I know you like lying on the floor. <laughs> I also like lying on the floor. Yeah. I mean, I haven't accomplished more than anyone else, but there are times when well, I am overwhelmed by the fact that I've accomplished as much as I have because I so like to do nothing. I so like lying on the floor. <laughs> and similarly, I'm overwhelmed by the fact that we've made it 16 weeks. Yeah. Should we lie on the floor? Yeah. Let's lie on the floor. Folks, we're just going to lay on the floor for just just a minute. Oh, God. So we're laying on the floor. Yeah. Tori, how does it feel? Oh, it feels wonderful. It does feel quite wonderful. 
I want to recommend, if you're able to right now, while you're listening to this podcast, you should try lying on the floor, too. This is a hardwood floor, which I think I actually prefer to carpeted floors. Oh, why? Because a carpet would sort of, like, nestle into all the nooks and crannies of your body, like a Casper mattress. Yeah, but I think this just feels like... Feels like you're getting something done whilst doing nothing. <laughs> okay, is that? Do you want to? Should we get back? Yeah, I think we should. Oh, it's time. Oh god. You know, the older you get, the more sounds you make. <laughs> that see, that is a classic example of an idea that literally everybody can have and say. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, um, well, we can't use that. that no, is, I know, that is but so. I know. Do you ever find yourself making small talk with someone and you can't yeah. believe the amount yes. of cliches that are pouring <laughs> yes. forth? I mean, that's why they're there. I know. But I met with someone recently and I've promised myself I'm not going to talk about the weather. You know, People and, like to talk about the like weather. We don't spent don't the, do that we to We spent folks. the first five minutes and in my head I'm like... Was it last week when it was beautiful for one day and then 45 yes. degrees the next day? Yes. I mean, that's, that is an event. I'm listening to myself going on about, oh, I can't believe yesterday was 72 <laughs> and today is 38 or whatever. I think you're being too hard on yourself. <laughs> and I'm like, I cannot believe this is... Why should you be held to a higher standard than anyone else? They were engaging in, I'm sure, probably hundreds of thousands I know. of people I couldn't had the help. exact same conversation. I couldn't help but detect the look of resignation on his face. I imagine you were imagining that. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> were you appalled by your conversation companions? No, because I was being too self-critical to think about mm. what you... But that's okay. the classic, you know... They could have been doing the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you ever talk about the weather to me. <laughs> I think that you have this too. I know you do. Oftentimes when I'm talking to someone that I've just met, I am monitoring myself so much that I, it doesn't even occur to me that maybe they're <laughs> making faux pas or they're saying things that are banal yeah. or whatever. I take some comfort in knowing that a lot of people think that way. Like a lot of people are also sort of monitoring. There are definitely plenty of people who don't feel that way. Mm-hmm. I was in a grocery store the other day. I was standing in the aisle looking for something. What? What was I looking for? Yeah. I was looking for wild rice. Okay. Go on. And I was finding plenty of brown rice, but but having a hard time with the wild rice. What is it? Wild rice is, what is it? It's not domesticated. Uh, it's like a kind of brown rice. Okay. I, I don't know the distinction. It's brown rice plus. Yeah. Boy, I can't imagine the calls we're going to get about that one. <laughs> All the corrections flooding in. <laughs> I was looking for wild rice and uh, some guy just barreled down the aisle and I kind of did this elaborate, very elaborate maneuver to, to get out of his way. <laughs> Um, like a pirouette. Yeah. I mean, there was yeah. no way he was going to accommodate me yeah. in any way. Yeah. No, he just, he had a place he wanted to go. Yeah. The world was going to get out of his way. Right. And I. It's just his mindset. And I contorted myself to, mm-hmm. you know, it wasn't even a question. Yeah. Of well, like wh- whose job it was to get out of whose way. And I'm reminded that some people are so sure of themselves, yeah. like both in life and in conversation that they like move through the world with this unimpeachable attitude. Yeah, because they think it's the world's job to get out of their way. Yeah. I can't imagine feeling that way. I mean, me neither. <laughs> you know, I feel like I'm in everyone's way. <laughs> me too. <laughs> I, will, I will do all I can to remove myself from your path. To, to bend in the service of yeah. someone. Yeah. Now, there's also, you once pointed out to me, there's a kind of arrogance to our way of moving through the world. You pointed out to me once that it's it's very arrogant to think that like other people are really yeah. noticing that anybody's thinking about you at all or silently critiquing, right? right. How right. you're looking right. or how you're acting or That's how stupid it- your new haircut is. <laughs> as stupid as it may be. <laughs> yeah. This idea that 
like you do something and you you think oh god everyone's right. everyone's looking at me everyone's everyone's thinking about me nobody's thinking about you yeah and day, that's good yeah but I, it is an inherently arrogant kind of attitude worldview mm-hmm. i'm not like casting aspersions on i do it all the time i do too we know there's an arrogance to thinking that people should get out of your way no questions asked but conversely what we're saying is there's an arrogance to the other position which is that <laughs> you know you're so concerned about how other people view you or think about you yeah a healthy way of belonging in the world exists somewhere between those two right. things. Yeah. I was walking on the on the street and I had to turn back for some reason. I had to go back to my apartment mm-hmm. and I was very self-conscious. I was like, what if people see me doubling back? <laughs> like, what are they going to think? And so I like very performatively, I, I very performatively like patted my pockets as if like to make clear that I'd forgotten my phone or my wallet. Which you hadn't. Which I hadn't. <laughs> But I mean, how ridiculous! Nobody cares. I did that too. Really? I like left a building yesterday, and I would like I walked in you know one direction and the other direction, and the other direction, <laughs> yeah. trying to decide which way was the best. And when I finally chose a direction, I was like deeply ashamed <laughs> of my behaviors, and just looking at everyone near me and thinking, God, they just watched me do that, and they think, <laughs> what? What is this guy's what are problem? They thinking. <laughs> and they weren't. And if they were, right. Fuck those people. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Who do they think they are? (laughs) Uh, Let's do it. Right? You think so? I think so. I think it's high time we get into the diary. Tori? Yeah. I think you're right. April 17th. I have a cold. I am tired. Ren and Stimpy wasn't new. I have to write a 50 to 100 word paper on rattlesnakes <laughs> bogus <laughs> bummer mario paint is my best snes game wow yawn <laughs> 50 to 100 I word know. paper on rattlesnakes that's like a text message <laughs> indeed a bummer why rattlesnakes? What unit was that a part of? Yeah, I wonder. Do you remember having to write a 50 to 100 word paper on anything? I don't. I don't. I don't know much about rattlesnakes, so I suspect that wasn't my subject. <laughs> I mean, neither do I. Do you think you would have been like penalized if you went over 100 words? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, because the <laughs> it's inter- an interesting range because basically you can write the paper or you can write that paper twice. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> is, is how I would interpret that. Yeah. Mario Paint is my best SNES game. Mm. And that was a cool, 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 cool game. It came with a little mouse. Yeah. Like, you know, not a, a live mouse, like a computer mouse. Mm-hmm. I do remember last week I had a stuffy nose, I mentioned at one point. It's, and it's, uh, it's full-blown cold. Yeah, now. that's unfortunate. That's an unfortunate development for the first day of a 10-day vacation. It doesn't bode well. I hope it goes away. Yeah. Colds can linger, too. What if it's a 10-day cold? That would God. really... God. April 18th. Nothing happened today. Today is Sunday. Mm. Ho-hum. Yawn. Sigh. I drew two great pictures on Mario Paint. (laughs) I stayed inside almost all day. (laughs) I used my rollerblades. Do you think I used them inside, or <laughs> is that why it was only almost almost all day? that was the I, that was the single I went thing outside? outside. Like, Use my rollerblades in the in the driveway, and mm. then went back inside to draw more pictures in Mario Paint. <laughs> yeah. For those of you too young to know what Mario Paint is, it was basically 
MS Paint for the Super Nintendo Entertainment mm-hmm. System. So and you it was would a do console version of the like a painting computer painting program. You, you could do animation. Yes, very simple animations. Yeah, and music. There was like a simple yeah. music creator. Yeah, yeah, I do remember. Mar- I love Mario Paint. We wanted to make this movie. We had come up with an idea for a movie, and there were some complicated scenes and set oh, pieces. Yeah. They involved dinosaurs, and we thought that we could. We thought we could draw something realistic enough on on. <laughs> Mario Paint that we could just sort of cut to that. It was like CGI. We, yeah, we, we were imagining it as if it was CGI. God, we were really delusional. <laughs> I had a whole. I can still picture in my mind what I imagined it would look like. <laughs> April nineteenth, Dad, Josie, and I finally played Hero Quest for the first time. I was Zolarg, or Zolrag. Uh. Something like that. <laughs> I rented James Pond 2. I mean, what is James Pond 2? That is a video game where you are a frog spy. The sequel to the critically James... acclaimed James Pond. <laughs> James Pond. <laughs> Were you Zolog or Zolrag? I don't I don't know. Um, what I do remember of HeroQuest is that nobody, people weren't really into it. I feel as if we played it one time. Mm-hmm. And I do remember... Like you, you're heroes and like you're sort of walking around a map. And I remember there was a like the point of the of this round was that they were supposed to find this villain, which I think is maybe this Zalrag, Zorag character. And he was in a certain part of the dungeon and they just weren't getting it. And I eventually had to cheat basically and say, you hear a, a grumbling coming <laughs> from the north yeah, right around here. And I like sort of pointed to the map where I knew where I knew he was. Uh-huh. And I don't think we ever... I don't think they even got it done. Really? They just didn't want to. Was it because, yeah, they just didn't care? It was like complicated and nerdy, and neither one of them were into it. Yeah. April 20th. It's Zargon. Mm, Duh. That clears that up. (laughs) Me, Dad, and Josie saw the Sandlot. Mm. It was a very funny movie. (laughs) Yeah. Ha ha. I still have a cold. We finished the first quest in Hero Quest. I am bored. <laughs> so we finished a quest. Yeah. That's good. Finished the first quest, never played it again. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's nice. I don't remember that. Mm-hmm. It really was. I mean, it was It was a very Dungeons & Dragons style game. Right. Um, and I think I think maybe that was it. Like, there was too much imagination involved. I see. Maybe. I'm not saying my brother and my father were no good Lacked at imagination. imagination. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, it was just too much work. It wasn't like yeah. playing the game of life. It was a commitment. The Sandlot. Yeah, I know. That's a movie 25, that... came out 25 years ago this year. Mm-hmm. It was one of those movies that became, like, a cult sort of favorite. Yeah. You know? I don't know that it, how much of a splash it made when it came out. I think it... Oh, I don't know. I think it did. I think it was a, a hit. Yeah. Not a critical... I don't think critical it was a critical and cultural hit. No, I don't think it was a critical oh. hit at all. No, oh. no. I think I guess that's just because it seemed like such a big deal yeah, to me. It's a movie that I feel like looms larger than Little it. Little Jed thought it was a very funny movie. Yeah. Ha ha. April twenty first. Me and Josie rented extra innings and Jeopardy for SNES. EI is really dumb. <laughs> Jeopardy is very cool. <laughs> Master Decker taught taekwondo today mm. another two day okay this is what vacation is renting video games mm-hmm. seeing movies yeah don't get a vacation from taekwondo now that continues 
Why should you get a vacation uh, from it? What is, uh, I mean, extra innings sounds like, a, is that a baseball game? That was a baseball game, which explains why I didn't like it. Yeah, that was a Josie pick. Probably, yeah, yeah. So we went to, uh, we, we, we must have walked over to Unlimited Entertainment. Yeah. Which was the video rental store mm-hmm. in Morrisville. They had, every, the they had everything. They had everything you would ever need. Yeah. <laughs> everything organized by director, which was a oh. pretty interesting move in, in, wow. yeah, in Morrisville. Only because... I did, and I did not know that. Yeah. It was nice because you could sort of go to the you know, Mike Nichols section or whatever mm-hmm. and you could, you could kind of work your way through. So for a film nerd, that was great. Yeah. That was a great yeah. thing. And for me, they had a lot of Super Nintendo and Sega games yeah. to rent. April 22nd. Josie rented Lemmings. It's a fun game. (laughs) I'm itchy. (laughs) I'm tired. I'm going to Tori's house tomorrow. Oh. Yay! I think today is Earth Day. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) And then I've drawn a very crude picture of the earth oh can i see and next to it i've written earth and pointing pointing at it oh yeah that is earth. That you think i needed i think probably the label was necessary yeah i see north america and south america oh yeah so you decided to draw the western hemisphere yeah, me. earth day josie rented lemmings yeah not me I, I mean, I like Lemmings. What is as Lemmings? As much as the next guy. I don't know Lemmings Oh, either. Lemmings is a, is a very simple video game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so many video games For the week. Super Nintendo? I'm assuming, yeah. It seems like more of a Super Nintendo game, but I'm not sure. Lemmings is a game. You don't know what Lemmings is? It's a very old game. I'm really illiterate when it comes Lemmings, to video games. Lemmings famously will follow each other off a cliff. That is sort of the thing everyone knows right. about, about Lemmings, mm-hmm. is that they, they follow one another. Mm-hmm. So this is a game where... It's like a side side view of like a land, basically. Yeah. And there is a portal that opens up and lemmings fall out of it. And in lemmings, lemmings are, they're like little men, they're little like humanoid figures um, in dressed in blue with like maybe like orange faces and green hair. Mm. They're just like, they're not like the, the, the cute animal. Okay. They're these like weird little creatures. They're lemming-like creatures. Yeah. So they drop out of this portal and then they just walk uh-huh. and they just walk. In, in whatever direction, like they start walking one direction and if they hit a barrier, they'll turn around. Okay. And that's, they'll walk right off a cliff. Are you playing the, the like the god? The, yes. So uh, you are not a lemming. You are, you are, you, you are in a, a place where you can manipulate the environment in order to get the lemmings to a goal. Oh, I see. And you've got a series of, of um, things that you can, jobs you can give the lemmings mm-hmm. to help them in their goals. So okay. they can like dig holes. Mm-hmm. They can build um, build platforms. They can explode. Mm-hmm. Does that sound like fun? Does that sound like something that you'd want to play? I'd give it a shot. Yeah, I'd give it a shot. I'm oh, okay. Earth Day. Do you want to talk about Earth Day? Do I want to talk about Earth yeah, Day? I don't know. Um, you know, I mean, it was. A, it, I remember picking up trash during Earth Day. <laughs> Why did I think today was Earth Day? And I, I guess, I guess school was a lot of my markers. Like, That's why true. didn't I know what yeah. it was? Maybe, I mean, maybe. in school they would have been like, "Today's Earth Day," and yeah. I would know. Yeah, in terms of accessing reference, you know, I mean, there were you, you couldn't Google it. I mean, there was yeah. no. Yeah. It was just much harder to get information. And I did immediately the next day find out that it was. I, I double checked on the right the name of the character mm-hmm. that was in Hero Quest. So yeah. hopefully, I woke up on April twenty third and asked mm-hmm. the first person I saw, "You there, boy? What day is it?" <laughs> What today, sir? It's the day. It's the day after Earth Day. I've missed it. Oh, I've missed it. Maybe you just saw people picking up trash, and you're like, "What's that about?" 
must be Earth Day. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to your house tomorrow. I know. Do you remember this? I do. Let's let's let me give you some more some more info to, okay. to really kind of set this get your memory juicing. Mm-hmm. Ready? Mm-hmm. April twenty third. I am at Tori's house. Mm. We had fun. We went to Burlington. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got a huge jawbreaker. We went to Friendly's. Mm-hmm. I am sleeping over. Okay. What what do you got for me? I remember that. I remember that experience well. Um, I cannot wait. We went to the the mall, the University Mall, which was the big mall in Burlington. I remember that jawbreaker. I kept it in a plastic bag for some time because it took it you so, so big. To yeah, get you it. couldn't. I don't know what the point is. Like, yeah, you couldn't put it in your mouth, so you had to just lick it. And that's weird for a long, long time. So you just held because there was it wasn't a lollipop. You just, no, there was, it was no a stick. You just, just you just a licked. sticky. Sugar ball, you just hard <laughs> sticky sugar ball that you just, I mean, it was like a, not must have been a, I would consider it more of a novelty item than a candy. <laughs> right, yeah. You like give it to someone as a prank. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the hell am I supposed to do with this? <laughs> Thanks for this. <laughs> yeah, I guess you just attacked but d- I like, different, yeah, you different just sections like, at like a time. Scra- scrape at it with your teeth mm-hmm. um, like a mouse mm-hmm. and um, then put it in a gross, disgusting oh. Ziploc bag and it in gets between stickier sessions. And stickier. <laughs> yeah. So oh, I did yeah. it. I did it. I don't remember if I finished it or not, but yeah. I do have a pretty clear image of it, like just sort of half halfway eaten away. <laughs> and it's like really like cloudy kind of plastic bag. Oh my god! The spit and the sugar. Those were the days. Yeah, I'll say. Uh, I interrupted your recollections of our our trip to the mall. Um, now I remember I was looking. I was on a mission. I feel like the artist Snow has gotten way more than his <laughs> due. On this podcast, I can't believe he's, he's being mentioned again. I know, but uh, you know, I was I was on the lookout for <laughs> not the full album. God, the single, but the single. <laughs> Why the cassette that, single? Like a rare B side. No, I just wanted the single of Informer. Did you have the album of Informer? No, I oh, didn't. Okay, this, okay. I didn't have the album. I just you, I, I, you're I only interested in one song. Yeah. What was the B side? Do you remember? Mm, I believe the B side was a song called "Girl, Comma I've Been Hurt." <laughs> Oh. Girl, I've been hurt, and now oh. I now I need another lover. Of course, no. Uh, and then friendlies, of course, because where else would where else were we gonna go? Friendlies, uh, for those of you, I don't know if that's a New England chain or what. It's I think like, it's a Northeast chain, like, or it was. I don't know if it's still there. Uh, TGI Fridays. Um, mm-hmm. What else? Yeah, I mean Ruby Tuesdays. All yeah, that's like know, TGI Fridays, Chili's. Ruby Tuesdays, um, Johnny Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, just a classic family restaurant yeah. with with uh, uh, desserts that are a clown's face made out of ice cream. Right, I think a whole host of dessert yeah. treats. Friendlies. Mm-hmm. We slept, I slept over. Do you remember that? Some vacation I'm having. Yeah, I mean, you know, I do. What a sleepover it was! Again, you brought the diary to my house. You must have <gasps> written in it. Oh my god, I did. Mm-hmm. Wait. I am at Tori's house. I brought the diary. Do you remember me writing no. in it? Do you remember seeing it? I must have kept it very secret. Yeah. I kept it secret. I kept it safe. Hey, Jed, what are you, what are you Nothing. doing over there? Nothing. No, let me see. No. <laughs> I want to see. Mom. I mean, Tori's mom. <laughs> um, or like, I wonder if I would lock myself in the bathroom. Yeah. Um, Give me five minutes. <laughs> I need a pencil in five minutes. 
Did I bring my own pencil with me? Right. Did I use whatever was at hand? <laughs> I can't believe I was bringing my diary everywhere I went. Mm-hmm. That is bonkers. Why? Mm-hmm. Just leave it at home. Write it into write it. I'm go. I'm spending the night at your house. I'm not spending a week. Yeah. Like, why would I bring it? Why would I bring it with me to a sleepover? Wait, we've talked about the structure of the diary, but there was a lock on it at one point. Did, yeah. did you have a little key, or was yeah. there? Okay. Yeah, but I, I mean, what did, did you ever lock yourself out of the diary? <laughs> no, I never did. Okay. Um. Uh, so you kept, Did you keep the key separate from the diary? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I must have. Yeah. I had to have. Mm-hmm. Would have. What would have been the purpose otherwise? But I mean, the danger of losing the key or not, or forgetting to bring. The, I mean, that seems. Oh, like, I think there were two keys, and I probably had a backup uh, key see. somewhere. A lot. Yeah, locked away. Um. So maybe that. Maybe that. Like, gave me bravery in that I. I. I, I brought it places because I knew I would just lock it up when right. I wasn't writing in it, and then there was no danger. Mm-hmm. Erroneously. I do remember as as time went on, like the next year, knowing, being aware that you were keeping a diary and, and wanting to get my hands on that diary. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Just to see what was going on. I mean, you would have been disappointed. <laughs> I had to wait 25 years <laughs> to get a look. So that's, that's, uh, that's another, another vacation halfway down. <laughs> um, a lot of video games. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I think this actually this is a better spent vacation than yeah. the last time. Yeah, it sounds like an, a pretty good vacation. Yeah, no, it does. I mean, it's yeah. it's it's way more well rounded than the last one. Yeah. Uh, I can't I can't wait to find out what we uh we did that night at the sleepover. I know. Do you remember? Hmm. I do. I don't want to blow it though. Okay. Let's. This is like a little cliffhanger. Yeah. Yeah. Tune in next week to find out what Tori and me did. At that sleepover mm-hmm. 25 years ago. <laughs> Jetta Diaries, the Jetta Diaries, that's the name of this podcast. And now this episode is through.